There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits for Friday, September 15th edition. We got a 14-game slate to break down to get you into the weekend. Hope you, uh, you didn't poke your eyes out watching football last night. But if you are into football this weekend, check out the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast with myself, James, and Bucks um, it, on you know the u- usual sites for SD Radio, SD Sports. Uh, Doc and the Saturday Edge people dropped the College Football Week 3 preview last night. We have our new writer, Nape. He's got the NFL DFS stacks for the week, so he'll have a contrarian article coming out. We have our taco report over the week and got NASCAR coming out today. We got English Premier League this weekend from Squanto. We'll have UFC coming up on Saturday night, fight night on Fox, I believe. We have... Um, Richard with his power rankings, his survivor picks, tons going on, thesportsdegens.com, at thesportsdegens. But more importantly, you are here for baseball. So let's talk about your totals on your 14-game slate. Uh, some good top-tier pitching today like yesterday, and then just some darts at the bottom, you pray stick. That's pretty much where we're going today. So on your 14-game, we're Baltimore at the Yankees, total of 9. Dodgers at the Nationals, 9.5. A's at the Phillies, 9.5. Red Sox at the Rays, 7.5. White Sox at the Tigers, 9.5. Royals at the Indians, 9. Pirates at the Reds, 9.5. Mets at the Braves, 9.5. Brewers, Marlins, uh, we're waiting on a total there. Uh, Jose Urena got scratched yesterday, moved to tonight. And DraftKings right now has Zach Davies pitching for the Brew Crew. That's still up in the air, though. We don't know. Like, everywhere else you look, it's not for certain. So I'm thinking it's Davies, though. Mariners, Astros, total of nine. Blue Jays, Twins, nine and a half. We got Coors on the slate. Padres, Rockies, 12. Uh, Rangers, Angels, waiting for an Angels pitcher still. Total is to be determined. And then D-backs, Giants, seven and a half. So we got two seven and a halves. Then a bunch of nines and above. Another night of baseball. Let's look at your pitching. You have three guys at 12K or above. The only five-digit arms. You got Chris Sale, 13-1 at Tampa Bay. Robbie Ray, 12-5 at the Giants. Severino, 12,000 at home against the Baltimore Orioles. All three are in play for me. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Uh, Severino's 
22 Ks and 18 and a third and three starts versus Baltimore, 23.3 points on average. You had Robbie Ray, who's been next to Mike outstanding in his last, you know, 10 games or so on the road. He's been even better, 28.2 points on average on the road and two starts versus the Giants. 14 Ks and 12 and a thirds for 22.4 points. And that's big because the Giants don't strike out a ton, but Ray manages to get it done. He's coming off 12, 14, 10, 9 strikeouts in his last four starts. 28 or more points, 33 or more in the last three. He is a great play as well. And then you have Chris Sale, who is the top play in this range, facing the strikeout-heavy Tampa Bay Rays in the Trop. Return to the Trop, which is a great story. But he owns Tampa Bay this year. His last start out coming off of six innings, no earned, 8K, 28.7 point performance on the year. Five starts for his Tampa Bay and 35 innings pitched. He has 57 strikeouts. He's averaging 35.2 points per game against the Tampa Bay Rays. It's pretty crazy watching the Chris Sale dominance of the Rays. He is by far and away the top option in my book. Uh, the Rays strike out 26% of the time versus lefties, whereas the Giants only 19% of the time versus lefties, and then Baltimore 22% of the time versus righties. All three are great plays. Severino should be the one that's overlooked the most. He'll be the lowest owned. So from a GPP angle, Severino makes the most sense tonight. I have no problem with any of them, but I'm going Chris Sale everywhere I can, and then you can splatter the rest around. They're all really good plays, but Chris Sale is by himself. Then I got Severino and then Ray, but they're all good 25-plus point upside pitchers tonight. When you leave Severino at $12,000, your next priced pitcher is Trevor Bauer at $9,200, $2,800 cheaper. And Bauer has been really, really good his last few starts. 24 one 28-7, 18-1, 18-20.9, a 2.9 hiccup. Then a 29-6, 27-6, 26-4, He has been very, very good racking up the strikeouts. I mentioned it before. He's been working with Kluber on the slider, changeup, whatever exactly it is, different stories, but um, really good. Kansas City strikes out a little less than 20% of the time, which is like, you know, sucks. But uh, when you have a 26% K rate of Bauer, Great ground ball rate. Lots to like in that matchup. Indians going for 23 in a row. And he had a very favorable matchup against Jason Vargas. When you look at um, the Royals 3-8-1 total, it's the fourth lowest on the slate outside of Sale, Monray, and Severino. All makes sense there. Uh, so, so Bauer very, very much in play for me. And the other part you have to like in this matchup, like when you look at Severino, he's a minus 245 favorite. You look at Sale, they're minus 177 on the road. Uh, Arizona, minus 143 on the road. You go to Trevor Bauer, he's minus 220. He is the second highest favorite on the slate, 9,200. Zero problem using Trevor Bauer today. Um, I love those three guys up top. Uh, there's certain nights where you don't have to pay. There's certain nights you do. As you saw yesterday, you needed to pay up because the darts sucked. Tonight, we have some wiggle room in the middle, but they're still scary as scary can be. So you got Bauer, uh, 92, and then Charlie Morton at 8,100 at home against the Seattle Mariners. Yes, Seattle can be a tad bit scary, but Morton coming off an 18-point performance at Oakland, part of that 25.1 against the Mets. Been better at home than on the road. And three starts versus Seattle, uh, 15 Ks and 17 and two-thirds, nine earned runs, averaging a little less than 13 points a start. You'd want a little more, and, and the usual story with Chucky is it comes down to um, the walks, which he's lowered to 8.8%, but his strikeout rate's outstanding, almost 27% with an 11% swinging strike rate, 50.4% ground ball rate. 
Seattle does strike out 21% of the time. Just beware, those bats are hot. Seager is hot. Cano's getting there. Cruz went deep last night. Uh, Haniger, lots to like in that lineup. But they have a 439 total, like the sixth or seventh lowest on the slate. Lefty's 249, which is good with the Seager and Cano and you know Gamble and other pieces of the pie there. But righty's doing it 360 off Charlie Morton. You got the short porch in Houston, the what, what do I know, the Crawford boxes in Houston. So keep that in mind. But at 8100, the upside is very, very good there. There is some risk, of course, but there is risk with everybody down the way. There's everybody, period. But as we go farther down, it gets riskier and riskier and riskier. So in this 92, the 9s and 8s, I got Bauer 1, Morton 2. Let's dip into the 7s real quick. It's uh, it's risky, but we'll go back to that Jose Urena. If you listened yesterday, um, it's even better today for the strikeout upside against the Milwaukee Brewers. We know the Brew Crew strikes out at a 26% clip versus righties. Urena's not the biggest strikeout guy, but every little bit helps. He goes to pitcher-friendly uh, Miami, very, very good stuff there. Um, lots to like with Urena at 7,800. The long ball is always possible, but the, the park shift and the strikeout upside and team shift is is huge in that matchup. The other option is Chad Cool at 75, which is a little scarier in Cincinnati for the fact that that ball flies out of Great American Small Park. And the Reds have a lot of lefties, and lefties hit Cool well. But in one start this year against the Reds, seven innings, four hits, no earned, six Ks. 28.2 DraftKings points. It's actually been pretty darn good his last few starts, too. 19-3 at St. Louis, 32.2 at home versus the Cubs, 14 at the Cubs. So pretty good stuff there from Chad Cool. Had a hiccup against the Dodgers, then 22-3 against St. Louis, 10 against Toronto, 19-9 against Detroit, then the Cincinnati start. He's been actually pretty decent. That's why the price tag's up to 75. I usually get him in the sixes, which I prefer. The park scares me. I'd rather go Urena over Cool, but the upside is there with Cincy striking out close to 21% of the time. Cool is but a more of a strikeout guy than Urena, but both if he plays, I got Urena 1, Cool 2. If you drop down into the sixes, it gets even dicier, but you've got the likes of Sean Newcomb and his lefty arsenal. Going against the Mets at $6,700. Newcomb's just, it's... It's frustrating. The stuff is there like 10 points last time, and then 14 7, then a 7, then a 12 7, 18 1, 17 3, 12, 13 7, 20.7. We know what he can do facing the Mets team where he got 12.3 points in one start against them this year. Big strikeout stuff at times. Better on the road than at home, and obviously he's at home now. Uh, lefties and righties both hitting about a 340 to 350 clip. The Mets do strike out 24% of the time, and Newcomb has that 23% strikeout rate, which I like a ton. It's just the walks. A 13% walk rate is never good. But the big K upside I like a lot in this matchup, facing a Mets team with a total of 4-4-6, which is like eighth on the slate, eighth lowest. So it's something to keep in mind with Newcomb at uh, 67. He is worth a look at the sub-7 range. You go to the likes of Mark Leiter Jr., big, big strikeout upside in this matchup. Also, big, big home run upside. Coming off 21.3 points at the Nats, got beat up at the Mets, 15 against Atlanta, 28 against Miami. Those are great numbers. Three out of four starts of 15 or more, two out of four at 21 or more. The minus 9.9 is a disaster. But in those three good starts, eight, six, and five in the strikeout columns, facing an Oakland A's team that we know Loves to strike out, striking out 24.5% of the time. Got a ground ball rate close to 49%, low hard contact. 
but does give up the long ball when he gives up the contact. And you're facing Oakland with a 4-6-4 total. It's lower, lower half on the slate. Lefty's 322, righty's 326. There is a lot of power in that A's lineup in a hitter-friendly Citizens Bank Park in Philadelphia. So keep that in mind. But at $6,400, it's a gamble, as you would expect in this price range. And it's a gamble with tremendous upside in the strikeout department. If Leiter can get you six innings or more with at least a K per inning, which he very, very well can do, especially against the Oakland A's, you can give up a couple of runs and you'll be just fine. Just don't get destroyed. That's the gamble you have to decide if you want to take it. Like Olsen is in play for me tonight. Again, great play. There's some others as well. But it's like I said the other night with Fister. The upside's there, but you're paying a lot less for Lighter than Fister. And Fister got fisted. We'll see what Lighter gets. You got a, fa- a fancy name down here, Mr. James Paxton. He's 6300 bucks, making his return from the DL. I just want to mention him because we know how good he can be. He is against Houston, which is tough, in that ballpark. And um, he's done well against him this year, averaging 27.1 points. But we don't know what his pitch count is going to be. I haven't found it anywhere. If I find it, I'll tweet it out today. I haven't seen anything. The only thing I saw was a couple days ago he threw a 10-pitch bullpen to get ready for the start. Now he's ready to go. I honestly have no idea how long he's going. He's priced down to where people don't think he's going deep. So be careful. But if for some reason it's a you know 60, 70 pitches, packs him at 6300 bucks at that price point can get you four or five innings of a lot of strikeouts, hopefully five with a chance of a win. He could be worth a look. So we'll keep an eye on Paxton throughout the day. Um, if it's going to be kind of sketchy on the pitch count, I'll just go elsewhere and see how he does. But he makes for an intriguing play at that price tag. And then lastly, you got Carson Fulmer, sixty-two hundred bucks, big uh, one of the another one of the White Sox prospects. Pitched out of the bullpen for most of his time up in the big so far, but last time out made a start against the Giants through ninety-eight innings, six innings, three hits, one earned, nine Ks. The Giants don't strike out a lot. Nine Ks is impressive for twenty-nine point nine DraftKings points. He's up to sixty-two hundred bucks against the Detroit Tigers, who strike out over twenty-two percent of the time. Uh, Fulmer's Big-time walk rate, which is scary as scary can be. And he's a massive five-ball guy. All these numbers are more bullpen, though, because he hasn't started a ton. So be careful with that stuff. It is a very pitcher-friendly ballpark in Comerica, which is huge. We do like that a lot. Um, Tigers have a 4.83 total. At 6200 bucks. there is tremendous upside with the strikeouts. If he's if he's walking guys, you're screwed. But as you can tell with this Newcomb, Leiter, Pax, and Fulmer, all extreme risks. Fulmer and... Um, Lighter have the, the strikeout upside, so it depends on... I'm a strikeout guy on DraftKings. I'd like to go to battle with that, because even if they give up a few runs, the strikeouts can offset things, as you've seen with some other guys from time to time. When they don't strike out, guys, it doesn't matter how good they pitch. They don't get you jack. So down below the seven, uh, in the 6Ks, I got Paxton, one. That's all dependent on his innings. But then you got guys that got like Fulmer, Lighter, Newcomb, in those orders. I, I like Newcomb as, quote-unquote, the safer of the four, but... They all have risk, so I'd almost rather save the money. It just kind of depends on where you want to go. So recapping your uh, pitching, you got Chris Sale up top with Severino and Ray. Then you got Bauer, Morton, 1-2 in that range. Urena, cool. And then you go down below, you got like Fulmer, Leiter, Newcomb, and just find out how Paxton's pitch count will be affected tonight. When we jump into the bats, we start at the catcher's position. Gary Sanchez went deep last night, becoming the... Yankees catcher with the most home runs in a season with 31. The guy has just been amazing. He's 4,800 versus uh, Yanoa of Baltimore. Yanoa is a massive contact pitcher, so Sanchez is in play, especially in GPPs. 
Robinson Trinos versus the lefty Heaney at 3,800 bucks. Trinos has a bunch of power. I seem to never play him on the right days. I recommend him all the time because he's a great play. He's averaging 9.5 his last 10. Uh, he's, he's a steep price tag because of that power potential, and Heaney gives up a lot of power to righties. So Trinos at 38, probably another GPP type option, if anything. And then it, it's not the greatest of catching slates as we've seen of late, which is really odd. Because you got like Hedges and Coors at 35. Well, I don't really want to pay for Hedges and Coors at 35. But then Maxwell's 34 versus Leiter Jr. I, I can get behind that, the way he's been hitting the late and that ballpark shift. That's definitely in play. A guy like John Hicks, first base catcher for Detroit at 33. We like him more against lefties, but he's playing every day and hitting really well against both sides. Plus, Fulmer might not last long against the Chicago bullpen. Got to play kind of angles in that one. A guy like uh, Yasmani Grandal at 33 versus Edwin Jackson's in play. Not hating on that at all. Uh, Buster Posey versus Robbie Ray. Ray's been outstanding, but Posey can hit. And you're getting him at 3,200. That's kind of a discount, one would say. So something to look at there. Mitch Garver, 3K versus uh, uh, Mr. Happ. But you go down like Maldonado versus Nick Martinez. I can get behind a 3K. Nick Martinez is a quite the mess, quite the fly ball pitcher. Um, loves to give up the dongs and actually not a bad ground ball either. About a 50 50 ground ball fly ball. He's not a big strikeout guy, but against the guy like, uh, or he's up here, Maldonado, lefty's 358, righty's 348. So Maldonado, a guy with pop behind the dish at 3K, is something you can definitely take a look at. A guy like uh, Alfaro for Philadelphia at 3K versus Mengden, same thing. Mengden's not going to light the world on fire. Does get hit around quite a bit when you look at Philadelphia's team total. 486, it's like seventh best on the slate. Lefty's 346, righty's 381 off Minden. So they both hit him well. Phillies, I circled the second I saw Minden on the slate. Their bats are straight fire right now. And with everyone going to Coors, they are going to be a nice, cheaper option. Most places, not one place, which you should expect to know who that is by now. But Alfaro could be a nice little play. If Nick Hundley cracks the lineup for Ray at twenty eight, I don't. I'm not. My goal is not to fade Ray, but he could be in play. But like James McCann at twenty seven versus Fulmer, I don't hate that. Jimenez versus Happ at twenty seven for Minnesota. If Rafi Lopez starts for Toronto at twenty seven versus Cologne, as uh, Russell Martin was scratched yesterday, he's day to day and banged up. So keep an eye on a guy like Rafi Lopez or Miguel Montero versus Cologne. Those could be cheaper options uh, with Toronto. Other than that. It's not real good down here. You got to check the lineups for these lower named guys that are all backups. And on a Friday night, usually you get starters, but you never know. First base, Reese Lightning. The guy is straight fire. First base outfit eligible, $5,300 against Mingden. If you can afford him, you play him. That's all there is. There's a couple other guys I might play a little more tonight just based on situations. But he's definitely a top five guy for me. Until that streak stops, it's like I'll say with J.D. Martinez later and another guy we will mention as my top guy, Reese Hoskins at 5,300. If you can afford him. If you can't, you can't. There's tons of options that are going to go deep tonight. But this guy is just straight money in the bank. And that team should have a fun night against Mengden. So Hoskins at 53. Uh, Goldie and Samarja at 53. I don't hate. I'm not looking to target a pitcher in San Francisco often. Especially not Samarja. But he does give up the long ball from time to time. But rather a guy like Freddie Freeman, first base, third base at 5,200 against uh, Rafael Montero, who I don't hate, but really good option. Braves 504 total, fifth highest on the slate at the moment. Lefty's 321, righty's 371 off Montero. So Freeman in Atlanta, we love him in that ballpark, very much in play at 52. 
Cody Bellinger heating up finally. He's 5,100 versus Edwin Jackson. Edwin Jackson is starting to look more and more like the Edwin Jackson we've grown to expect. Lefty's 320, righty's 388. Tons of hitting options tonight, folks, and we have Coors. You got Edwin Encarnacion versus Jason Vargas at 49. We know Edwin versus a lefty. That's worth the look. Joey Votto, he's the 2, 4, 6, 7th priced first baseman at 4,900 versus Chad Cool. Mentioned how Chad Cool has pitched very well of late. There's no hiding that. But lefties still love Mr. Cool. Uh, when you look at Cincinnati, 484 total. Righties, 298. Lefties, 355. So Joey Votto at 49. Definitely in play. The guy just continues to put up great performances. Justin Smoke at 47 versus Cologne is not bad at all either. Toronto, 476 total. Lefties, 388. Righties, 374 off Cologne. So, again, tons and tons of choices here. Smoke, not bad either. You got Myers and Coors at 43. But Matt Olson, 4,200. First base outfit eligible versus Leiter Jr. I love Matty Olson tonight at 42. Very much in play. Justin Bohr at 41 versus Zach Davies. You can't, if it is Zach Davies, can't sleep on that one. Lefties do hit him pretty well. Big contact guy with Davies, too. Doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. So, Bohr at 41. You know, if you want to fade Trevor Bauer and be contrarian with all these other kind of more quote-unquote obvious choices, and Eric Hosmer at 4K versus Trevor Bauer is not horrible, and you're saving money from up top. I can get behind that. Ryan Zimmerman, who hits lefties well. Travis Wood is a very or Alex Wood is a very good lefty. But uh, $3,900, there is GPP upside in that. Chase Headley swinging it okay at 3,800 versus Yanoa. He's first base, third base eligible. Josh Bell in Cincinnati versus Homer Bailey. Bailey is the God, he's just so frustrating because he does great one day, horrible another. Don't know what you're going to get. But lefty's hit 355 and righty's 425. So Josh Bell in Great American Small Park at 3,700. I keep mentioning this guy, and he comes through more often than not. Um, very interesting play this season. We've had to get him at a value. But then you also got like Nicky Delmonico, first base outfield for Chicago. The White Sox, who is another great stacking option against Animal Sanchez. The White Sox have a very, very solid uh, 467 total. Lefties 368, righties 437 versus Animal. So you got a guy like Nicky Delmonico at 36, very, very much in play also. Kendrick Morales isn't bad. I'm going to name off half this freaking team. Ian Desmond, first base outfield at 36, uh, righties. Richards is almost giving up two homers per nine to right-handed bats. Now he goes to Coors. So keep that in mind. The farther down you go, like Ryan Healy at 34 is always a, a GPP dart. Uh, Miguel Cabrera went deep yesterday. He's had a couple homers in his return from the DL. He's 3,300. Matt Davidson, first base, third base against Anibal Sanchez at 33 isn't bad. Louis Valbueno, first base, third base against Nick Martinez at 3,300 bucks. That's a great value play. Valbueno's homer in back-to-back games. Mr. Bat Flip King. Um, there's a ton here at first base. CJ Crone, 3,200. Tons of power versus... Uh, right-handed pitching. So if you want to be really contrarian, a couple of Angels options there that could torch Nick Martinez. At the same time, Nick Martinez throws those games from time to time that piss you off. So there, there's a bunch of bunch of choices there, 3200 bucks and above. I didn't even mention Jose Abreu at 4600 is a great option versus Animal Sanchez also. So tons of life. Reese, Reese Hoskins is great. You know, Freeman, Bellinger, Encarnacion with Envato would be another great option for me. Don't mind Abreu as he is just white hot. But then Matt Olson at 42 has got tremendous value to it. There's some GPP angles I mentioned with Hosmer and company. Then he, you save money on like Delmonico at 36. But you can play him in the outfield and play Abreu at first. 
You know, like Ian Desmond's cheap. Um, and then you go to the likes of Miggy Cabrera or Matt Davidson and Cron uh, and Valbuena. I love Cron and Valbuena. It's tremendous value. You can, I mean, you can play Cron at first, Valbuena at third. I'm not saying do that, but you could do that with tremendous upside bats and spend money elsewhere. So lots and lots to work with as usual at first base. So take your time and break that one down where you see fit. You can save money there and still have really good upsides. Basically the long-winded story of what I'm trying to tell you. Second base, Jose Ramirez at 55 versus Vargas. Not bad at all. Uh, Robbie Cano at 5K versus Morton's intriguing. But then Brian Dozier versus a lefty at 49. You keep that in play. DJ LeMahieu at 44 is actually a, a discounted Coors. Like he's hitting overall of late, but especially against lefties. LeMahieu at 4400 bucks against the lefty is a very, very good. Average of 9 points his last 10. 0 yesterday with a 14, 7, 22, 8, 2, 9. Swinging it really, really well at 4400 in Coors. Um, you go down some more. You know, Brandon Phillips, okay. Yomer Sanchez is, is raking right now. He's 4K against Animal Sanchez, second base, third base. Scooter Jeanette's day-to-day. If he cracks the lineup at 39, he is worth a look versus Chad Cool. Jed Lowry at 39. He's been swinging it pretty well of late, facing Leiter Jr. Averaging 10 points his last 10 games. So keep an eye on Lowry as an interesting piece of the A's action. Most people overlook him. Good left-handed switch hitting option in that order. You got D. Gordon yet again. Below 4K, really good spot there from D at 39. Um, Juan Moncada is red hot. He had a monster game yesterday, 40 DraftKings points. Four for five, five runs scored. He went deep, walked twice, stole a base. He is crushing it right now. 40, 12, 3, 22 his last four games. Even a three and a 14, swinging it well, heating up, 3,800. Young Solarte in Coors. I love the Potters and Coors. They're always so cheap, so you get nice pieces of the pie. Uh, 557 total. Lefty's 361. Righty's 322 off Tyler Chatwood. You can get yourself some Solarte, who's second base shortstop eligible at 3,800. Don't hate that. You go down like um, Adam Frazier, second base alpha at 36 versus Homer Bailey. I like that a ton hitting at the top of the order. Azuya Hay of San Diego at 36 versus Chadwood is very much in play as well. So both good options there. Uh, Cesar Hernandez, 35 versus Mengden. Ozzy Albies at 35 versus Montero. Love both of those. Albies more than Hernandez, but both in play there. You scroll down some more. Like Starling Castro at 3,200 versus Yanoa is super value. Um, we like him more versus lefties and righties, but he has had good power versus righties this year. Averaging eight points his last 10 games. He had eight yesterday. <clears throat> then he had a, a few zeros in a row prior to being red, red hot about a week ago. So 3,200 is a discount with tremendous upside against, again, a, a contact pitcher in Yanoa. So the, the Yankees should have some, should, quote unquote, have some fun tonight. Uh, you slide down some more, like uh, Max Moroff at 3,100. Logan Forsythe, three. Ryan Goings, 2,900. Don't mind him as a punt. Other than that, you're going to have to see what lineups come out because it's kind of hit and miss. Chase Utley at 27 could be in play versus uh, Jackson. Definitely could be in play versus Jackson as a punt. But again, other than that, check your lineups. There will be some options as things develop throughout the day. Going over to third base, and here is your must must play if you're only playing, paying up for one guy. You got Jose Ramirez is good at 55, but Nolan Arenado, who I've mentioned, has just been straight fire. He's 5,400 versus Richard and Coors. You take it. If he gets a zero, you take it. and You walk away. Arenado at 54, that's your play. And then you have like Hoskins and J.D. Martinez, both great. If you can put them all in your lineup, outstanding. But 
Arenado is in play. Freeman at 52. We mentioned him. Not bad at all today. Uh, Beltre versus the lefty Heaney. Uh, Beltre, I don't think, is playing, though, unless something weird has happened recently. I thought he was out for quite some time. Oh, he's back in the lineup yesterday. Son of a gun. Well, if he's back in the lineup today, he does it lefties well. He's 4,500 versus Heaney. Uh, so Beltre is worth a look. You got guys like Jake Lamb, not bad. But Jose Reyes, third base shortstop, 43 versus Newcomb. Very good option there. You got Donaldson at 42 versus Cologne. He's slumping a bit. Justin Turner, 42. I like that versus Edwin Jackson. That's a good play. The Orioles are priced down versus Severino. I'm not fading Severino, but if you want to be contrarian, you get Scope was cheap, Machado's cheap. You get a lot of cheap options there. The farther you go, though, you got the likes of Kyle Seager, who's hot at 41. Yalmer Sanchez at 4K. I mentioned him second base, third base. Chase Headley, 38. Rafael Devers is 3,700 versus That's a very sneaky play there. Red Sox have a... Are we waiting on their total? No. Boston, where'd you go? 4-2-0 total, lefties 254, righties 401. So reverse splits with Andres. A lot of guys tonight have reverse splits. Castiano swinging it really well, 3,600. I don't mind him at all, even if it's a one-off uh, for the Tigers. He's been very, very good. But like Mike Moustakas, 35 versus Bailey, if you want to be contrarian. Dietrich, 3,500 versus Davies. I like that quite a bit. You get another Padres guy, third base outfield eligible. Corey Spangenberg is only 3,500 in Coors. That is tremendous value. Mentioned Healy earlier, Valbuena at 33, Davidson at 33. Mentioned both of them earlier, both really good options. If Yohan Camargo cracks the lineup at third base shortstop, talked about him yesterday. Pretty good option there at 3200 bucks is a lower priced option at third base for shortstop, so don't mind him either. Camargo at 32. Other than that, you got Candelario at 3K, really good stuff. Switch hitter, some power in that bat will develop. He had 19 points yesterday. A home run. Uh, he's averaging 8.6 his last 10. Usually hitting towards the top of that Tigers order. Like a Candelario, Castellanos, 1-2, I don't hate. There's value there. Problem is they both play third base, so good luck with that. But uh, he's 3K for some savings. Farther down you go, just hit and miss. Like Chapman at 29 versus Lighter, still very, very good. He's creeping towards 3K, though, folks. He's creeping. But 29 for Chapman is still in play with that ballpark. He could pop fly one out. Uh, Crawford, third base shortstop at 2,500 for the Phillies against Mingdon. I like that quite a bit more so at shortstop than third base. So keep an eye on those situations um, and see how they unfold as there are some decent options, especially lower down at third base, but Nolan Arenado. Shortstop Lindor at 56 is outstanding. He's another one of those big play guys. He tied the game up with two outs in the ninth last night. Loves hitting lefties. Much better power versus lefties and righties. So 5,600 versus Vargas. Is in play. You got like Trey Turner at 49. is not bad at all. Elvis Andrus versus Heaney at 47. Good options up here. Didi at 45. Cozart at 44. All really good. I go Lindor. Then probably Didi uh, down the list that way. Mention Reyes at 43. I don't hate him either. The farther down you go, like Marcus Simeon at 41 is in play. Uh, Polanco is not bad at 4K versus Hap. Bogart's at 39 if he's leading off. Is interesting versus Andres because watch the lineup there, but then Salarte against thirty eight hundred bucks. I like that quite a bit. You scroll down some more like a Chad Pender outfield shortstop eligible at thirty four for some power upside. Camargo again at thirty two hundred. We like that. Urena is above three K. He's been twenty seven forever, but Urena for Toronto. Um, Richard Urena leading off playing shortstop. He's 3,100, still very much a play against Cologne at that price tag. I like that a lot 
if you're if you're trying to save money, that's a really good value play right there at 3100. Goings is 29 for Toronto. Galvish 29 versus Mingdon is very very solid. That's a nice cheap tag for Freddie Galvis. Don't hate on that either. Um, the farther down you go, I mentioned earlier, you got like JP Crawford at 25. I like that a lot as well. Other than that, check your lineups, see what you got. Let's head to the outfield and wrap her up. Stanton at 56 is a great play. Mookie Betts at 55, swinging it really well against Andres. That's not bad either. Blackman and Coors at 55. Judge double dong yesterday in for another great spot against Yanoa at 54. Then you got J.D. Martinez at 5,400. I know he goes to San Francisco now against Samarjo, so it's not as tasty. I just, he's hitting everybody. So if you don't want to use him, I don't care. There's the four guys I mentioned above him are great, but J.D.'s just been outstanding. Or personally, I'd save 100 bucks if you don't like J.D. You'd get Mike Trout versus Nick Martinez. That is great at 53, or Reese Hoskins at 53. Both are just phenomenal plays. This is a loaded position, as always. Great plays right there. Bellinger at 51. Awesome. Jay Bruce isn't even bad at 47. He had the game winner last night. Got Springer at 45. Cargo is hot. He's back in Coors. I know it's lefty-lefty, but he's 4,500. Keep an eye on him. Uh, you got Chu at 43. Justin Upton down to 43 versus Nick Martinez. I like that quite a bit for the potential there. Matt Joyce at 43 versus Leiter Jr. I like a lot. Um, that's very, very solid there at 4,300. Uh, Ozuna at 43 is not bad at all. Not bad at all. But Matt Olson at 42. I love Matt Olson at 42. That is a great, great price. You should play some Olson, please. Buxton at 41. I like a lot. He had the big walk-off bomb last night. It's 15th of the year as the Twins continue to push towards the playoffs. Love seeing that. Eddie Rosario at 4K is not bad. Christian Yellick at 4K is very, very solid pricing versus Davies. Very good play there. Starling Marte, top of the order, 3,900 versus uh, Bailey. Love that play for sub 4K. And Ciarte at 39 versus Montero is a great play at sub 4K. I don't even hate Yasiel Puig. I usually target him versus lefties, but he's swinging it really well overall of late. So right and wise hot at 3,900 versus Edwin Jackson. That's not a bad play there. McCutcheon's heating up again a couple homers in the last few days. He's 3,800 in Great American Small Park versus Bailey. I like that a lot as well. Good play there. So you get some cheap options here in some very favorable conditions. Uh, Althair at 37 versus Megden's very, very good. Middle of the order against a pitcher that should get hit around quite a bit. So keep that in mind. Delmonico, I mentioned him earlier for the White Sox. He's 36 versus Sanchez. Uh, Robbie Grossman switch it in 36. Don't hate on that. Adam Frazier at 36. I like a lot against Bailey leading off. Nick Williams at 36 versus Mingdon's outstanding. Man, they finally priced him up. That's a great play. Mentioned earlier Desmond and Coors at 36 versus Richard. I like that. There's a ton down here. You don't have to pay up at any. There's value at every position. Just remember that. You can mix and match. Be different. Be different. That's how you win tournaments. Unless you're playing cash, then be chalk. I don't care. But uh, this also allows you to pay for pitching. You can go just almost every spot. You can go 35 or let's say 38 or below in almost every position and fill the very, very good roster that I would be able. To, I would feel fine going to battle with, and you can pay up for pitching. It doesn't have the flashy names, the more quote-unquote consistent homers, but on a GPP night, you just need that guy to have one good night. That's all you need. Like Kiermaier, no, but Calhoun at 35, I like. Given Sale has given up four homers to the Rays this year, and they're like almost all lefties. Like Lomo's got one or two. Kiermaier might have one. Something to think about. But Shebler at 3,500 versus Cool at home, that's a great play. Spangenberg and Coors at 35. Marcakis at 35, all good options there. You slide down some more. You got like 
Ben Gamble at 34 is okay. Boog Powell at 34 I like a lot versus Leiter Jr. I mentioned Pender earlier. I like Powell here quite a bit at 3,400. You go down a little farther, you got like Jesse Winker, if he's leading off for Cincinnati against Cooley's 3,300, that's got tremendous upside, especially if he's leading off. Uh, Jabari Blash, I know it's righty, righty versus Chadwood, but he's 3,300 in Coors, so keep him in mind. He's a cheap power option in Coors. Very good power option. You slide down some more. Uh, it gets a little little dice here. There's a couple guys we could have went with. We'll skip. Uh, Jason Worth, 3,100 versus Wood. I like quite a bit as a low-priced option. No, we're not going there. Ezekiel Carrera at 29. If he's leading off, I can get behind that. That's not horrible. A couple other cheap Padres guys that usually don't crack the lineup down here, but keep an eye on the lineup. You might get even more savings in Coors Field, which would just be crazy. Yeah, Verdugo's 2,800, but he's not lighting the world on fire for the Dodgers, so don't be running to that like a moth to a flame. Yeah, you have to check your lineups. There's some decent options down here. I just don't know if think any of these guys are really going to start tonight, but you never know. You could be like Victor Robles at 25s in play versus Wood. Our boy Victor uh, last night, two for four with a triple, two runs scored, a ribby, 17 points. The kid is very good. Someone hit me up on Twitter and asked, is he worth playing? I said, yep, he's a great value play. If you listen to Quick Kits, I said it yesterday, great value play. And he paid off against Woods, a little ch- more challenging matchup. There's no sugarcoat in that. The kid is just super talented, so you love that upside at 2,500. It's like the reason why we used to play Nick Williams all the time at 2,500. So there you go. There's your bats for tonight. Let's take a quick recap of the pitching. Up top, Sale, then Severino, Ray, like 2A, 2B. Then you got Bauer and Morton in the 8s and 9s. In the 7s, Urena, then Cool. And then down below, you got guys like Fulmer, Leiter Jr., Newcomb, Paxton. If, if we get good news on Paxton's pitch count, that's just an outstanding player. Quick look at your BVP. Um, we don't have to worry about the Cardinals Cubs. We go to the Rendon, 12 for 17 with a homer off of Alex Wood. So I'm going to keep in mind there he does love his lefties. Uh, Daniel Murphy, 5 for 11. Zimmerman's got a couple doubles. Uh, Grandall, four for five, or 2 for 4 with a triple and a homer off Edwin Jackson. Utley, I told you, he's a good value play. 7 for 14, double, triple, and a homer off Edwin uh, Grandy Man, 5 for 16 with a double, triple, and a homer. Ethier's taking him deep twice. Aegon's taking him deep once. Trumbo, 4 for 12 with a double and two homers off Severino. Machado's got three dongs. Date Chris Davis, one. That was probably a lot of last year, but I could be totally wrong because he's a different guy this year. Jan Gomes, 7 for 20 with a double and a homer off Vargas. Edwin, 8 for 32 is a 250 average, but two doubles and two homers. Lindor's taking him deep twice as well. Lorenzo Cain, 6 for 18, two doubles, a triple, and a homer off of Bauer. Uh, Hosmer and Gordon have taken a deep. Melky taken a deep twice. Jose Abreu, I liked him and I like him even more now. 12 for 21, three doubles and two homers off Anibal Sanchez. You scroll down some more. Starling Marte, 6 for 22, three doubles, a triple, and a homer off of Bailey. You got uh, Freeze taking him deep twice. McCutcheon, 15 for 48. Two doubles and a triple. Um, Kurt Casale, 3 for 7. A double and a homer. Wilson Ramos, 3 for 8. A double and a homer off sale. Kiermaier, Lomo, Peter Borges have all taken sale deep. Keep So if you want to get punty and goofy. Uh, Mookie Betts, 7 for 16. With a double and a homer off Andres. Pedroia and Mitch Moreland have also homered off Andres. 
Matt Kemp, three for four, two doubles off Rafael Montero. Eddie Rosario has taken Hap deep, two for five, the double on a homer. Brian Dozier, four for 12 with two homers off Mr. Hap, J.A. Hap. Justin Smoke, eight for 25, three doubles, two homers off Bartolo. Bautista, six for 21, a double on a homer. Kendris has taken a deep as well. It makes that Smoke play even more intriguing. Bregman, four for 11 with a double off Paxton. Marisnik, four for 13, two doubles. Correa, five for 13 with a double. Springer's taken a deep twice. So it's a lot of mediocre, you know, 250 to 320 averages versus Paxton. Riamuto and Stanton have taken, uh, that's, I don't know who's pitching there, that's goofy. Neil Walker's got a homer off Urena, but nothing else. Trevor Story, forgot to mention him, he's a good option at shortstop and Coors facing a lefty. That is a very good play. Totally missed that one. So great play there. Get him in your lineup if you can. Three for six, triple and a homer off of Richards. Arenado, if you needed more convincing, seven for 12. It's a 583 average with a double, a triple, and a homer. Luke Roy, who I did, did not like. He's 3,400 tonight. He has struggled a lot, but he's six for 13. Two doubles and a homer off of Richards. A lot of other good guys like Perrars, eight for 19. Desmond, six for 20 with two homers. Lots to like against Clayton Richards. <clears throat> Manny Margot, two for four with a triple off of Chatwood. Will Myers, seven for 19 with three doubles and two homers. Hedges and Solarte both taking him deep. Cal Cole Calhoun, nine for 17, two doubles and a homer off Nick Martinez. Cron, who I like, six for 15, double and two homers. Trout's taking him deep twice as well. Sensu, two, four for nine with a double and a homer off. That can't be right. We don't know who's pitching for LA. Never mind. Uh, da, 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 da. Nick Hundley, I told you, could be a cheap, interesting option versus Ray. He's 4 for 11, the double and a homer off Ray. Pence, 4 for 9. Jake Lamb, 6 for 13, two doubles, a triple and a homer off Samarja. Herman, 5 for 13, with a double and a triple. Ionette is taking him deep. Peralta's taking him deep. Goldie, two doubles and a homer. JD Martinez is taking him deep as well. So there you have it, your MLB DFS Quick Hits, Friday, September 15th edition. Hit me on Twitter at BDNTruck with your questions. I'll help you out the best I can. But, again, check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Tons going on over there. Uh, again, NASCAR just got emailed to me while we were recording. You got the Saturday Edge with Doc, College Football Week 3, Picks to Click Preview Podcast. You got NFL DFS two-point conversion, myself, Bucks, and James. You got uh, Around the Bases with Bubba and Mo. Did a great interview with Chris Cotello. Check that out, episode 29. You got power rankings and survivor picks from Richards. You got stacks from Nape. Contrarian article coming from him. You got taco reports this weekend. UFC this weekend. Tons going on. So hit us up at thesportsdgens, thesportsdgens.com. More importantly, good luck with your Friday, September 15th slate. And I'll be back most likely Monday. If I can get one in tomorrow, I will. But uh, since football has started, no one seems to listen on the weekends. So if I get around to it, I will. But if not, I will see you guys Monday. Good luck this weekend. Have a good one. Enjoy the football and cash some MLB money. And just because I don't record one over the weekends doesn't mean ignore MLB DFS because everybody else does, so it makes the pots that much better. But good luck. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 15th edition. I'm out. Life's better with an auto policy from American Family Insurance. No matter what dreams you're driving towards, 
That's because our expert agents will make you feel totally protected with the right auto coverage at the right price. You'll also save up to 23% when you bundle auto with home. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.